You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. Rich Wars. I know you're like, how could a white man be allowed to do that? <laughs> he can say the word only in the confines of this podcast. <laughs> it's what we do, baby. Yeah. You're out of your fucking mind, dude. I have the power. Let's There we go. Welcome. Uh, Rich Wars, we're back. Finally. Happy birthday, Kurt. Yeah, it's my, I'm 37 years young. Happy birthday. <laughs> I like to say years young. Years young. You are withering on the vine. <laughs> Why does Caitlin have a fucking snarky attack at me every show now? Well, just because the only thing I have on you is that I'm dramatically anything. younger than you. It's yes. his birthday. He, got, he gets a pass today. Oh, my God. Oh, okay. Caitlin, would, if she told me I was wearing mom jeans the last year. Like, well, just Caitlin, shave it. Just because she's perceptive doesn't mean that she's evil. I got them from someone's mom. Yeah, but now they're my jeans. <laughs> well, take the stuff out the back pockets. You got no, like cards. that's where I keep all the important stuff. Get rid of those old report Lip cards. Lip balms, <laughs> healthy snacks for the children. Licorice. We got get, so uh, it's uh, Karen, Caitlin, me, Sherrod, and then Rick Younger's here. Rick's here in the building. I've known for many years, and uh, and what you because you wanted to come on, and also Neil Brennan's coming in when he's biking in like a fucking <laughs> Neil Brennan like is a, just you trying to stay what? alive. He's yeah. trying to fight the, he the is, inevitable. Let me tell you something. Those he white one, jeans. He is one in-shape skeleton. If you, if you know Neil Brennan, this is the best skeletal shape he's he ever been He can work in. out every day of uh, of the year and still look sickly. <laughs> he just got a he's natural a, sickly look. Just, he's a sickly he man. some people. And uh, yeah, so I'm working on this show with him called The Approval Matrix on yes. the Sundance channel. Nice. So that's how I had access to get Neil on to talk about... Uh, well, I don't know. We got a bunch of racist shit to talk about. But well, Rick, you wanted to come on because I just uh, like talking about race, and you did you did uh, touch on some things that I was just I just wanted to get in. The where did he touch on it, Rick? Where well, he you? talked about the uh, <laughs> show us on Caitlin where I touched. Hi. On he touched the tip, and uh, no, uh, he, you know, uh, who was it? Adam Carolla was talking about. Uh, what was he talking about? Adam oh, Carolla he got interviewed. Yes. Okay. Stuff. So Adam Carolla. Do you do you read Salon, Caitlin, or Karen? Uh, uh, oh, why do I read it? You know who Adam Carolla is, though. <laughs> yeah, he's a comedian, and okay. he did so, that movie. Right. Yes, and his mouth smells like Jimmy Kimmel's cock. <laughs> 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 I could say we're friends. Uh, are you friends with Carolla? Do you know yeah, him? Yeah, we did. We did. Uh, we did. Uh, uh, who's for show? Um, Jeff Ross's show together, The Burn. Uh, oh, right. Okay. Together, yeah. He's a great guy. He got that uh, man... Man, uh, what is it? The, the man, the man show. No, he, the drink that he has out now that he's selling. Man, manjes. <laughs> I think that's, not, that's the name of that's it. Free. Yeah, that's Great. free. Manjes. Oh, so uh, oh, that's free. What is that? I don't. Know, I interviewed him one time, and he and he had written that book, and I was like, "Hey, can I have a free coffee?" And, I, and he gave me one. I man, Gria. Sorry, I got it. <laughs> what? Man, Gria. That's the name of his drink. He has man. That doesn't sound oh, very manly. Man-Gria. It's great. That I doesn't sound it. manly. It does not sound manly. It don't sound manly. It sounds like married. How manly. about a man, yeah. Gria? It sounds mm. like married. Man-Gria. Well, when you say it like that, you got to put yeah. some bass in it. When you drink it, man, Gria. Tumor. Let's do poker night. I'm gonna serve Mangria. You gotta yeah. name it like you gotta name stuff like that when you drink it around kids. Uh huh. So well, when you got kids around. You gotta you drink stuff like Mangria and use quotation fingers. To you, it. But you know, man, listen. Well, you don't care about the kids. It's just scotch. Does it have fruit in it, or is it just fruit, like? It's, I mean, who gives a shit about Mangrias? Not, I don't delicious. mean that you, but we really got off topic with this Mangria thing. Adam Carolla, let's go. What do you say? So, so Adam Carolla's always saying shit that makes people from Salon angry. Salon's that awful <laughs> fucking HuffPo-like mm-hmm. So he did an interview with them, which is weird. I don't know why he even 
maybe he doesn't know what it is, but they hate his guts. <laughs> right. They hate, okay. Yeah, and like, you know, it's not that I'm the hugest fan of his stand-up, but I love that they hate him. Like, I love that right, about right. him. Okay. So the guy doing the interview, he's asking him, uh, he goes, many people feel as though there are systematic disadvantages built into the system. That's true. And it's more difficult to get representation in comedy. No, that's not true. Or in politics, if you're non-white. Do you think about privilege as it's commonly called? And then he said, whatever. He goes, how did Asians pass white people some shit? And then, and then this asshole goes, I think you and other comedians, meaning like white males, have far fewer disadvantage in getting your voice heard than other comedians might. That, that's, that's the most annoying shit. That's not true. Yeah, but that's someone who knows nothing about stand-up or what it's like. But don't let it get you angry, Kurt. We know better. <laughs> I just don't know. First of all, who's having... He's so having, cute when he's mad. How do you have problems getting your voice heard? When, well, number one, you have a microphone. <laughs> I just like... I, and, and just... You remember after 9-11? But it's kind of like know? some... I heard comedians actually say this and my whole career. Even like from when they say what Lucian used to do to them, it's like, I got too many white guys now. Right. I don't need... So guys, like some white dudes and black dudes... Everybody, they'll run with that in their head. Like, that's the reality of comedy. That is true. People really internalize the craziness of Lucian from the comic <laughs> yeah. strip for, for yeah. years. And they run with that story. To this day, you'll hear white dudes like, oh, Lucian told me he had too many white dudes, so y'all got it easier. It's yeah, like, by the way. You got eight spots. We right, got two. Right, right. right. yeah. The whole show. <laughs> you have more than two black guys on the show. The club starts acting like it's deaf comedy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. It's black and, I, and Listen, I don't... Uh, I don't have a complaint about that. That's a, the main, the most useless thing in comedy stand up, people will tell you, is a white guy. Mm. They're like, we got plenty of them. I mean, yeah, on stage. I've but had off bookers stage, tell me that. Important. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, and whatever. <laughs> I, like, I don't give it, like, be funny, and then you'll get some shit. Exactly. You know what I mean? I no matter it. what. Yes. But if you're not white, if you're not a white male, you, you don't even have to be, you you will get shit because they need to feel, fill these spots desperately of, of like diversity spots. They need that in almost everything, except right. well, Seinfeld show. I think what you actually see is sort of a bottleneck effect in that you have this, you have like spots that are, are like just for women or for minority comics. And so you get like, I don't know what whatever it is, but like not a representative yeah. sample of like six dudes that, that get all of those spots right. and then you, there's yeah. a, it's a bottleneck effect that happens yeah. that yeah. that white comics don't have to deal with the other thing yeah. that I'll, I'll say about privilege just to play devil's advocate because I wanted to sort of shift the conversation a little bit is I think what what some of these Huffington Post and Slate and like feminist or whatever thinkers are saying about having your voice heard is talking about like common experience like when a white man stands on stage and starts talking everyone just knows where he's coming from can't get where, a date look at right. me not getting a date <laughs> white? Whereas, like, like, whiteness as a guy that did both those crowds, white people are far more, <laughs> far more into listening that to somebody yes. who's not white. Yes. say what, whatever to them. Oh yeah. Oh, but by the way, I don't. And it's like, and it's the comedian in a crowd. By the way, I'm not. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. trying to say. And I've, it's like, I've done many jokes with the black crowds, much cooler. Yeah. But just accepting you off the bat, mm-hmm. that I'm going to uh, enjoy this. Sure. A white crowd will go. Oh, I might, I might well enjoy <laughs> oh, yeah, this. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Now, yeah, yeah. Now, That's not maybe, always a good yeah. thing. Sometimes that annoys the shit out of me. That's why I go in and attack them and take their spirit away and then build it back up. I, well, they, I like they, that about They you. have this belief that if you're up there with a mic, that someone entrusted you with that mic, so you must have something to say. Let's give you a chance. But you know, black folks on a Friday night, they've been working all week long. They come out there, arms across, like, you better make, you me, better laugh. make me laugh. You better make me laugh, right. Yeah. Is it difference. that white people accept authority more readily? Like, if you're up there with the mic, they'll just give you your your mic time? I oh, think that, that black crowds and black people are so used to being shortchanged on shit. They like uh-huh. this, show me that I, are, I spent my money wisely. Well, <laughs> I, I'm all for that. And it is, because New York's different than I Philly. I love that. Actually. In Philly, it was more of a like, 
on site, like, get the fuck out of here, mm-hmm. which right. I can't do anything. Well, it was, it was, it was, like, it was like that in D.C. To too. Yeah, <laughs> New York, yeah, New York, yeah. Uh, New York, the crowd would give you like a, a 30 seconds to a minute, which right. I think is more than fair yeah. right. mm-hmm. before they tell you to go fuck yourself. So right. I, I can work with that. Because I think in New York, yeah. more people have one white friend <laughs> than they in Philly. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So it's like, hey, I know one who's really good, so let me see if he's it's, like that. Yeah, sure. It is more integrated here for by, by far. But I would think if you're a girl getting on stage, the crowd probably will assume you suck more. Mm-hmm. But my point is that's great. Like if you assume, I tell the crowd I suck up front because yeah. I want them to think that so I can exceed their expectations. <laughs> Not necessarily. No, I mean I, I think that's I think that's fair. But I mean like, what what I'm talking about is more like when um like one of the things that young female comics are always cautioned about is like don't talk about girl stuff. And it's like even who, though sixty percent some failed road comic. Like I mean you know like you get men, advice, it's but it's always thing. yeah. But it's I mean people women. are always willing to mansplain to but a lady. All women who walk on stage like that. If a big woman yeah. like Alicia. Lampanelli will uh-huh. go, the crowd don't feel the same way about her as somebody who's maybe more shapely or a small woman or petite. Yeah. So it's yeah. like it's a, it's a stereotype on all, not just women and men, but like sizes, color, fucking because everything. Because people get, assume the privilege that you have already when they when oh, yeah. and it's not accounting for your own personal experiences in your life. Yeah, what does that right. tell you? That's you can't why. go by what they're gonna think before you get there. Absolutely. You do your thing and who gives a shit how they perceived you. But the the thing you're talking about, mm-hmm. you don't talk about girl stuff, that's the same as um, don't be dirty, which is not what they mean when they say when you yes. when you go to clubs and like, hey, be, can you be clean? That that's just like the shittiest way to put. What they're saying is, are you going to not alienate the crowd before yes. the headliner gets right, on? Right, yes. Right. But because they're dumb, they don't know how to. So they just go dirty. Just don't be dirty. That's right. I could be clean and, and fuck the crowd up being offensive. Exactly. Mm-hmm. They, 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 what they're saying is, if you're a young exactly. new, like let's say you're some twenty year old white kid. This is what I see all the time on the road. Twenty year old white mm-hmm. kid with a crowd full of old white people going on before me. He wants to talk about fucking politics up front. He wants to go, well, I think uh, George Bush. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. These yeah. people the don't want to hear from your, you exactly. look like their kid they exactly. sent to college. <laughs> they don't want to hear exactly. your 20 year old thoughts exactly. about politics. No. So really the no. one advice that, and they're all, you know, yeah. they're that girl thing. All they're saying is try to connect with the crowd, but you have to understand it's being filtered through dum-dums. Sure. Right. You know, and, and it's you also, I mean, know. it's a hard skill. Like I just ate it. I mean, I was in Myrtle beach for bike week. Opening for so That's like that was a good comedy. It week. was oh god, it was so. <laughs> Who's opening I, for? Uh, Julie Scogans. Who's that? Uh, she's 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 really funny. She's Not a man. yeah. She's from Charlotte, North Carolina. Like she has a Harley. Assume that we was like, what was a woman name? We yeah, she's not funny. <laughs> no, she's yeah. She she's based out of Charlotte, and she's like a she's a southern comedian. So she like she would fit in very well with the blue collar crowd. Come which, on, y'all. <laughs> right, exactly. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> My mama always used to say something, something. Mama don't. Like but but you know what? You were, you were talking about getting voices heard. When I think of the the term getting voices heard, I'm not thinking simply of a stand up career though. Right. Mm-hmm. So like I'm right. when when it comes to the whole idea of getting voices heard, you know, like take it from from like when I think of when agents are looking for people to represent, right? They probably think, okay, look, when I get the breakdowns, the movie roles are going to say lead male Caucasian, second lead male Caucasian, third lead male mm-hmm. Caucasian, and then about seven 
people down is black guy bouncer type. So but that's, that's why I tell my agent. I tell my agent Simeon for everything. Yes, I never, but, I but you know what I'm saying. Shit. It's yeah, like so it. they did, they say I, I can use day. way more white mm-hmm. dudes right. than I can use black guys and I can use women because women are going to probably get called into play the girlfriend of the lead guy. So right. it's, so the whole idea that a white dude is going to have more opportunities to get his voice heard. No, well, right. listen, they want young they want young black talent so bad. Well, I just sold a script with Comedy Central with uh, Nikki Glaser and uh, Martin, okay? Right, right. We needed it. We were like there's too many. We need like somebody black cuz there's two of us white already. This is going to be awful if we don't, right? Do you know how many people we couldn't get? Like, and by the way, first of all, I want to get shot. I'm filling up the old quotient of the uh, show. Oh, okay. yeah, you told me about <laughs> Do you understand? That. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, you're, like, you're oh, ancient. Funny black guy, put me in Sherrod. That'll be great. Yeah. Like, you need someone younger. Yeah. So there's only one yeah. spot for an old <laughs> yeah. on the thing. Yeah. And then to find a young guy. Oh, Neil's here, by the way. Yeah, Neil, no, welcome, yeah. And that, I'm telling you, that's what they discriminate. It's like they want young fucking pretend. And if you're old, man, you got to be. It's like, well, we only have these two or three Once spots. you get old, yeah. you have to start taking a zen approach to things like, you know what? My time's going to come around. You know, you, 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 in order yeah. not to kill somebody, you know? Well, you got to do your own thing. Neil just got a youthful haircut. Thank you very much. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you very, very much. Is that lemon tree? Well, you know what, Neil? You said something interesting that when uh, we started working on the, the approval matrix about uh, that in Hollywood, black dollars are not valued. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah, yeah. What, what, to explain what that was about. If you... It's like the class A to make money from black people. Meaning, like if you if you're white and you go to a cocktail party, right. you're better off having had a white hit than a black hit. There, it has no social currency. It's like literally that's how people look at me. I right. only get black offers. Remember in uh, Five Heartbeats when they got their. But album? I agree with wait, you. Wait, I agree wait, with wait, that. Hold yeah, on. Yeah. Remember they got their album. And uh, it was a picture. None of the bands on the album. Right. It's a picture of yeah, white, white kids people. enjoying yeah. the album. Yes. I, it's still that. It's yeah, still uh, it's we still we want to market to. People. Oh, they'd way rather make money off Eminem, even than. I mean, they'd rather make. Even I feel like Dre and Jimmy Ivey would rather make money now, off when Eminem. Now we say they. I mean, we, I don't mean like Jimmy and uh, Jimmy and Dre is probably a good example, a bad example, but but they'd rather make money. Hollywood feels more. Com- no, it's not easier. It just is cleaner. But it's I'm cleaner from money. The places where you have to sell it from, like the home of the WalMarts and the, all these. Play- they sell in garbage places. What you're talking about is that they don't want to. They don't. They won't advertise. They don't. They'd rather advertise on um, on uh, Two and a Half Men than uh, the BET Awards. Yeah, I agree. It just feels better, and they also it. They want to people want to like, make people want to make product that appeals to them. That's the other. Like that's the inherent thing of like. Exists. So uh, that's yes, where it's I not agree. racist. It's just like I don't know. I don't fucking want to see a black movie. Everybody that doesn't appeal want to their me. friends to go like this. I saw your thing. It yes, great. exactly. And if you're white, yeah, and you make a black shit. It's some cocktail party shit. Gonna, you right. just want cachet. There's a it. that's a big part of Hollywood. That I promise you. Most of everything. Yeah, you know, in the circles that we run in, we interact you know, across cultures and races a lot. So a lot of these things we hear and it sounds absurd, but I have been in situations where um, I've come across white folks who finally look at a movie like Love and Basketball and like, oh my goodness, I can't believe I enjoyed that. First of all, we gotta stop bringing up Love and Basketball as a good movie. Like, I'm serious. You like you I'm just lost it. it. Well, no, 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 no. Bad. 
But I'm you kind of were saying it was good, no, and no, you got to no, stop. I was not saying it was good. I, I what never, I was saying I was that saw they it, were so able never, to see this I saw movie. it in the theater, so please. <laughs> That's how many black girls you date, nigga. I know. You want to see that shit in Twice. the <laughs> <laughs> And see, that right there is an example of, you know, he decided that it wasn't good because it was black. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. I hate seeing. I hate no. Yeah, exactly. It had nothing to do with the hacky writing, (laughs) such as the line, uh, "We're gonna play." uh, What does the winner get? Love. (laughs) But you know what? That's not bad. That could have been a Matthew McConaughey movie. That's the same. Guess what? Guess what? (laughs) Matthew McConaughey makes fucking awful movies. They're all awful. Not all of them, most. Of them. I know, I, well, but I'm saying like, but that that Lincoln w- Lawyer was pretty good. No, I didn't see Lincoln Lawyer, but I'm saying like they're mostly. It's just shitty. It's like I like. It's the thing I was talking the other day, like the top ten black films, and they were yelling all these movies at me. It's like, come on, man, love and basketball. You gotta understand that the people who distribute these movies, you gotta also sell it to them before you sell it to your audience. Mm-hmm. You understand that? The no, point, but tell me more, Troy. It was not about whether love. Tell and me more about Hollywood. It's about. Actually, knowing people I'm talking who about don't race. have a multicultural experience, and they see something with black people in it, and are surprised that they would even have that that they enjoyed it. But yeah. I think that's less and less with each month. I promise you. I think it, it goes. It's it's getting better and better for black people it's every like month. In that the BET Awards, <laughs> it's, it's like, the BET Awards are, are way higher rated than the MTV Awards. It's not all black people. I right. under, I but there understand. was. But MTV was I'm just saying black. a statement that it gets better. It does. Better. I mean, I mean, all right. Every six, okay, every six months. What's a good interval for you? As a person who's been black for a long time, it's like <laughs> years. I can make an argument that you know. You know I'm, but I'm talking about worse than others. But I'm talking yes, about like someone. Months, we have some months where it's going good okay. and it drops. I'm saying that as somebody in Hollywood who works in the black sphere, I can tell you it gets better all the time. Wait, it gets better all the time. Because Rick's thing is, I, 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 I kind of agree with your it point It gets better about for a white man in a black About people not wanting it's to watch. Not, okay, that's Wait, not even what I'm talking about. Hold, hold on, listen. Kev's got 90 movies lined up right yeah. now. Yes. With, this, with, with these like shitty movies of love and basketball, they are the equivalent. And of, white people of, own every one of those look, movies he's in. Okay, hold on. Well, I well I could tell you a story about that, too. <laughs> got to not talk over each other. Okay. Um, those, th- that's the same as a Matthew McConaughey shitty movie. So the way that indicates black people moving up is, it's now like, oh, you get to have your stuff that sucks as bad as exactly. white people shit. We need shitty movies too. Right. We so deserve that. So then what happens when, when people try to find the great black thing? They just pick any shit as, as the top ten yeah. because they're picking out of the common man bullshit. Right. So so it used to be most of the black shit that would make it was like it was like Chris Rock's joke, you know, yeah. really yeah. exceptional yeah. kind of shit. You're like, oh wow, that's like a fucking like and so now right. it's black people have come up to the point where there's a lot of just like garbage yeah. You know, like Saved by the Bells, but for black people. Yeah, you know. Meet the Browns. So I, I, you know, I think you Congratulations, you guys. Yeah, we don't base, we don't base Congratulations all, on Meet the Browns. We Brown. don't base everything created from white yeah, we people try to separate from on those shitty Browns shows. Too. I don't base everything They're the equivalent creative. of a white show. They're not exactly. even different, and that's why it's silly, but you got to understand, that's common man mind, and they're, they're going to think about it. That They're going to have the exact stupid... You know, all this shit that people want to talk about is really for the rabble. It's never, they're never thinking about themselves. You're like, well, because people are prejudiced. They're right. thinking about like this rabble that has to be controlled right. and like <laughs> preached to to do what you want. And that's where all this comes from. So, of course, rabble, where they're going to look at other people's rabble movies, they probably enjoy right. and be like, I don't think I'm going to like that. It was when I started in Philly, man. There was the white room and the black room yeah. that didn't really, well, the white room didn't really like the black, the black room didn't give a shit about the white room. But they, they, uh, <laughs> we sell them. They, they look down on the black room. They're doing the same jokes. They're right. doing the exact the 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 uh, blue collar <laughs> comedy tour is the same as Kings of Comedy. Right, it's all it's like exactly the fat the lady at church. Yep. and something with a barbecue. Exactly the same. And shit. And you know, it, it, it's the same shit, dude. It's really not there. But I think it is getting like.
like much, with with regard to that, it is getting much better. I just don't like. Um, it's getting much better because it's easier to make horse shit, uh, no matter what color you are. That bottleneck Caitlin's <laughs> talking about, the bottleneck she's talking about, is a real thing, and I think that's a direct result of, of like liberal do-gooding ended up being worse than than the disease. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. like we need to make a special black appointments, and then that becomes the only way in. Right. You know what I mean? Rather than some natural. Uh, you know, I'm all for forced whatever in in schools and in like government and shit. And in the bedroom. And in the Go bedroom on. for sure. Yes. In in entertainment shit, I want to see your natural what you, who you would hang out with naturally. Like I don't need to see Seinfeld bring some black people on a ride that he wouldn't hang out with. Normally. No. Cuz no. it's like who's watching that? Like who <laughs> like no. I wasn't watching that show anyway. No, I wasn't either. That's why I never complained about who he was in a car with. I was like, what show? <laughs> yeah, how about, about Friends? That's what I never understood. It's like people got mad that they didn't have any black people on Friends. And well, I, I thought there was too many well, black people on Friends. Well, no, Aisha the, Tyler. The, the, Aisha the Tyler, argument yeah. was this. Friends takes place in New York City. And we live in New York City. And it's, <laughs> yeah. you're hard-pressed to find six white folks yeah. in a row. Even it, at the coffee know, shop. That, that are guys, friends? Like, nobody black No, you're not. There. It was like, <laughs> all my friends are holy white, shit, no black person behind me. No, but you're also not hard-pressed to find six Six fucking twenty-eight-year-old white people that don't know that aren't had that don't have black people in their apartment regularly. You're, you're no, the coffee yeah. shop. Oh, the, but the coffee shop. The but if you look at street scenes, the crosses were black and Latino. Like literally on the street when they did exteriors, there would have they would have multi-ethnic crossings. Really, them affording those one employee at the coffee yeah. shop should have been some. Again, who but gives see, a fuck? But see, I'm these joking. I know it's like who these gives a fuck? These counter arguments are like that's the reason why it doesn't change because it's easy when you're a white man to say this. I, Just listen to yeah. what I'm saying because. I think of when I grew up. I grew okay. up in a, at a time where it was way better as far as diversity. You had uh, yeah. you had cartoons like the Jackson Five. You yeah, had Fat Albert and the Cosby Kids. You had uh, Multiplication Rock, and within that, it was very multicultural. Now right. it's like I have a kid, and I'm like looking at shows, and it's like they may throw in a black kid and an Asian kid, but the two but the two main characters and the coolest kids that every kid wants to emulate are the white kids. And it's like I mean, you could you you're talking to a guy who wrote for Keenan and Kel and all that, so you're talking to the wrong dude. Well, you, you know what? Hold on. Wait, wait, let me. See, like, you're just every, talking to the wrong wait, wait, dude, on. man. Want, like, you're yeah. not going to get that argument because when I was at Nickelodeon, it was Keenan and Kel, all that, Gullah Gullah Island. I could go on. Those are just the shows well, that shot shows near me. Now. now it's all iCarly. Fucking who else is the, the is little white girl? On? Who wait, they take little wait, white girls from each show wait, 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 and create a new show? Hold on, this, this is this. See, this is a very frustrating conversation because this is exactly what I'm talking about. Me, it's like yeah. what is needed from from a white perspective is a little bit of sympathy and empathy Dude, and understanding of what it feels like when you are. A kid I have a. And you see I do have a ton of empathy. Looks like I have a ton of empathy. That, that what I what I would say is come up with a better argument because I reason no. But listen, the reason the reason why I always love. Bill Cosby and Fat Albert and the Cosby Kids yeah. was when I watched that show, it gave examples to a little black kid that he could be anything. The protagonist. And, and, right. the and, protagonist. and, it's like, and yeah. studies have right. shown that television is one of those types of things that really tears down every every other demographic except for white males. Well, you well, know what? But, you know, in fairness, white male maybe, but they, just because you're white doesn't mean that you feel represented on TV. No, like, hold yeah, on. Yeah, no, they tear down white men, too. I think men I think white men get torn out, too. a back brace and acne, you know? Like, I, this is someone I, I could relate it's to. It's always the asshole white <laughs> dad. Oh, fucking wait, dad listen, don't know. Listen, He's an but, ass. See, but the thing is, Ray, is Ray, that Ray, there's diversity in I want to address your thing you just said before you go further. These shows that are on, all these, like, cartoons, they come and go they are what they are there'll be another thing Ooh. soon but the thing you're talking about is a very real thing and I remember this being a kid in uh, in kindergarten and first grade in Ohio when the Star Wars movies came out I was Ooh. in an all black school okay right. 
when we played Star that Wars. That was you? Yeah, when we played Star Wars, <laughs> everybody wanted to play Star Wars. So when we played Star Wars, two black, I'm Luke, I'm Leia, two black kids are Luke, Leia, Han Solo. I had to be Lando. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. The one white kid. So that is a real thing of one white Because even identify. those kids knew to when they was casting, they wanted to be the stars. Diminish right, black role. So, <laughs> so that I don't think that's not. I, I would just say these cartoons come and go, and I, I don't know that. It's that, but there is a real thing to what you're saying. I, I agree with you because I've seen it where right. it, it's it's being the protagonist of your story. There's a I, I do believe in that. There's something like where you just see somebody you could identify with, you know, like I used to not want my name to be Kurt when I would pretend. I want my name to be like, like uh, Chris or, you know, like my yeah, pretend name would be Something some, exotic, like yeah, Chris. Some, <laughs> no, but I wanted, I, it, that's the point. Like I wanted a dull common name. Yeah, like so thing. did I, so did but, I. But I will say this, I, I, as I got older, I'm like, well, I don't want one of those fucking. Never, never. I, I'm I glad never want that. being the outsider to me now, it seems like a much better thing it's to be. It's the best thing in the world. Yeah, and, and I don't want kids to be taught so much, but even though it's a, I think little kids, they should have a protagonist that looks, I, I get that. When you get older, like, there's this whole thing where we cultivate, everybody needs to feel not marginalized and part of the, like, being part of the group sucks. Sucks. And I don't like how they hold it up. You know, if you're Being the kid cold in school, weird is yeah. one of the best things anybody can call. Being part of the group sucks uh, now. Now, being part of the group sucks once you develop taste. But when once you're, you find your when group, you're a kid, it doesn't suck. You got to find out. And that you, you really would do anything to be in the group. But you got to find out what your group is. If you're looking for the group that ain't looking for you, or you have nothing in common with, or you think that's that's the popular group, then you're always going to kick ass. Right, but I would say that. that's better than no group. But if you find yourself with your friends, who y'all might all feel like outsiders or outliners, so you might all come together. Like that's a better group than. What do you to say be as with uh, the as kids. vagina people with I, vagina <laughs> vagina people? I mean, well, like I mean, I always felt like an outsider because I, we moved every two years so like i was part of a military family so it, i was like you know moving from germany to rural north Carolina. you mean gypsies go ahead yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it was just i mean and so that was my primary identity but I, I i remember that really intense like visceral feeling of like being feeling isolated and feeling not part of the group and just how all consuming that was like, right i get it you know like like cold sweat kind yeah. of nausea fear i mean it's a real thing We're how did you get over animals. it or did you get over it? I don't think I did. You got to put out. Well, you put gotta, out I, more. That is, and, uh, yeah, that's a great way. If you're listening and you're solution. a 13-year-old girl, <laughs> put out. Put out. Hey, so you I'm going to alienate it. Uh, I'm going to call. Uh, Lead with your vagina. Lean in with your vagina. <laughs> Lean in. <laughs> I, I, I imagine that we have a very large 13-year-old huge girl. Hey, so listen, I'm going to call. I'm going to call this guy uh, Anthony now. Anthony's a dude off my Facebook that uh, we got an argument about. About uh, slave breed. Remember Leslie Leslie yeah. uh, oh. Jones? Is that Leslie Jones? That's what. By the way, that's yeah. what you get for putting a black person on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, what, what, you, what? Huge, <laughs> you get a huge brouhaha. Yeah. So that's good, right? Well, not a, not according to black people. Well, and as I pointed oh, wait, 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 out, I am a black person, was, right? On. But 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 again, people, black people, a lot of black people got mad at Leslie for that bit. The head of Ebony, the editor of Ebony, or Jet. That's not a lot of black people. And also, black folks. Okay, if you guys are saying. Hold on, Anthony's calling in. We're going to ask Anthony. Yo. Hey, Anthony, you there? Yo, I'm here. Hey, buddy, can you hear me? Yep. <laughs> All right, you. so you're on with Sherrod. Welcome, man. And Rick, Neil Brennan, What's Karen, Margolis, and Caitlin. And uh, we just now got into, uh, uh, well, Leslie Jones, because that's how you and me first started talking on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. Did you like the Leslie what, Jones? Well, tell us yeah. a little something about yourself. Well, who, what, oh, where yeah. are you from? What do you do? Yeah. Uh, I'm from Atlanta. I'm a singer. Okay, nice. Singer, Not a lot of those singer, in Atlanta. Uh, another R-R-N-D. fun fact about Anthony. Huh? Uh-huh. Anthony, you celebrate Kwanzaa, right? I think you're one of only, 
I think he's the oh, only yeah, black guy I know who celebrates. Happy Coogee Chocolia, brother. <laughs> oh, yeah, appreciate it. Appreciate it. Let's <laughs> drink. <laughs> are you from Atlanta originally, Anthony? Or are, I thought you were from like San nah, Francisco. Nah, well, I'm from Savannah, but oh, yeah. I live in Atlanta. Yeah, that's the same there. thing. The Savannah's. Yeah, same. it is. I don't know why I thought he's a San Francisco guy. I guess because every time I argue with him, it's it's like some. You assume everyone you argue with is from San Francisco. I know, I do. (laughs) What's the beef about? What's the beef about? Well, I don't know if it's a beef, but uh, did you like Leslie Jones's joke or no? You were against it. I I don't remember what your initial position was on it. That's what this started. I wasn't. I wasn't against. I just thought it wasn't funny. Did they do something to her? Was there some legal thing they did to her or something? Uh, no, 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 no legal thing, but it's going to, I don't know, you think they'll have her on again? <laughs> yeah, I think. I think they'll have her on again. Because if they don't, they, they, yeah. they, they're they already thrown in a towel. They uh, admitted yeah. defeat, so they have to have her on again. Uh, okay. Yeah. Is going to work for the show? Yeah, I don't. I didn't. I just thought it wasn't funny. I I've seen her before. She's never funny. To me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you don't have a problem with it. You just don't think <laughs> Les is funny. I mean, funny. Okay. Try. I mean, that's just not an argument. No. I no. Think well, this yeah. is the argument we got into. I wrote a thing. No, on my when, Facebook. when he, yeah, what was the thing you did, you said on there? So I wrote a thing on my Facebook about because she talked. She had that Jimmy the Greek thing about how she'd be making Shaqs and Kobe's. Right, right, right. And I said that slave breeding was not really a thing like that. Which is it really, I, I could have been clearer with my wording. Which way you put I'm on it Facebook, there. and my Facebook sucks. I, I, you know. <laughs> I get it. You're one of the great Facebooks <laughs> yeah, on, tell, the, on tell, Facebook. My Facebook, I tell people don't, don't talk go like on that. It. Um, I, yeah, I, hate I, it. I like your Facebook, but yeah, you missed some Please stop looking at it. it. I just jump in. <laughs> <laughs> well, so anyway, what I was getting at was the idea that we have all these athletes, which I probably should have been clear on, but that all these athletes that are kind of superior, that are black, are from slave, de- the Jimmy the Greek argument, mm-hmm. that that's from slave breeding. That's not true, is what I say. Um, do you now, do you say that's a thing, or are you like... I, I know I'm sure people tried to do all kinds of evil shit to slaves at one time or another, but like like a large scale slave breeding like you would do with horses. Well, it, no, that's no, not really. No, no, it was, I don't think it went like it that. It wasn't this. Okay, good. Let me let him answer. Yeah. Anthony. So what, what's your piece? Oh Anthony? man, I wanted to hear your take on it. But no, well, no, my thing I, is I just that. that yeah. Okay, my thing is just mm-hmm. that the whole practice of slavery was a breeding process. Right. Okay, because yeah. you had the, the the weak slaves getting killed off, and the strong yeah. slaves being fed. Right. So just off of that, the dating pool is already affected. Uh, I, I, yeah. <laughs> Before you even get to the breeding part. That's a, that's I mean, a, that happened to so the keep that in mind. Over. Uh, like, like in terms of like people, mass, mass people dying off. I think it was more than half of the it, slaves coming over yeah. died off. Oh, more I than mean, half. Yeah. Okay. So the weak ones, even if they saw you weak, you ain't eating. You done. Right. They're throwing you in the, <laughs> off the boat. So that, that's what we had to deal with. That's, that's a breeding process. Right. No, that's, that's a good. I think that's a really good point. Okay. The athletic thing, though, and, and yeah, yeah, you might be if you're a slave owner. You, yeah, sure, you would probably look at this one and that one. And they go, breeded if them. If they was, it wasn't as yeah. large, large scale as people say because even in this breeding process with slavery, they had sisters and brothers fucking and having kids. Because yeah. if you big, yeah, the master don't did. give a fuck. Well, that's yeah. not, you know, the, the term, the term motherfucker comes from, from slavery. No, you know, the, they, didn't the term, <laughs> they don't want you smart. No, no, you seriously, strong. the term motherfucker comes from slavery because one of the degrading things that they used to do is they would take a guy and send him into a shack and say, you fucked a woman in there. And, a woman and then the woman would be his mother and then they would sister, pull him out and say, look at you, disgusting motherfucker. Grandmother. It was like a degrading tactic. You know what's yeah. funny? I saw a link to that, like find the real, because like Jip, like the jig is up is from slavery, just shit like, because it ruins a lot of great phrases. Yeah, uh, and I straight up didn't look motherfucker up because it was like you won't believe what it means. I was like, you know what? I yeah, still yeah, need yeah. that one. <laughs> yeah. I need motherfucker. I, know, I don't. I don't, 
I know. Else, you're so stuck with that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Motherfucker right. is as black as nigger in a black community. Right. Like, well, you know why, yeah. how slavery got to be just like, I mean, not that it was ever good, but it, 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 it was. Uh, well, it had its golden era. It had, it, to, it, it had a good three years where everything was. <laughs> well, they used to justify it biblically, right? So initially. Because when people defend the Bible and they go, well, that wasn't the same slavery. They were treated as people, and they had, you know, they try to they right. make out like it was just basically a Walmart job in the Bible right. compared to. Well, you can marry your slaves then, uh, right? But the because the they actually looked at you like you were human. What, what, yeah, but what turned what <laughs> turned slavery? Can you imagine? Ugh. What made slavery extra extra awful because they didn't used to necessarily break up families like that. When the cotton gin came out, that's when the full capital, the hand of the market, really put it put its grip on that yeah. and then they turned them into like how we do like chickens and shit you know yeah. like that was what that was and that, then that made it like a real free-for-all of of you know inhumanity yeah was there was so much money to be made so but just passing people so that's when it really would break up families and yeah. really and like all the other craziest shit was attempted it was all like that cotton gin just ruined a, a great thing for everybody and, and they uh, didn't even I, have I, the decency <laughs> to circumcise them like in the bible and eli really? whitney didn't create shit <laughs> Uh, I'm telling Eli Whitney created a cotton gin. He created a motherfucking thing. Well, I. Some nigga did. Some nigga did. I'm not a big Eli Whitney guy. What do you know? I, <laughs> some nigga created it, trying to save himself some work hours. And Eli said, What'd you do with my wood? You build that? <laughs> nigga, I built it. <laughs> <laughs> he may have not invented it, but he was the PR person for it. Yeah, he was like the Steve Jobs of the cotton gin. Also, on behalf of white people, if you guys need credit for the cotton gin, go ahead and take it. Yeah, we got I'll plenty of. Uh, yeah, go ahead and take that. <laughs> hey, uh, Anthony, so you celebrate Kwanzaa? Why? What? Why Kwanzaa? Just out of curiosity. He's African American. It's African American uh, holiday. Yeah, yeah. Well, I wrote a thing about it, but we 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 made it up. It's just like all other holidays are made up, and we Everyone. made it up with a purpose. And I feel like people should just fucking do it. You yeah. know what I mean? And if they really want to do it, you know, like uh, people celebrate Cinco de Mayo. Black people celebrate Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> exactly. No, people don't know shit about Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> So it's just like, if you're going to drink on that day, and they always say Kwanzaa's boring, I'm like, well, just drink. Drink right. on Kwanzaa. Drink yes. for seven days. Amoja, Nobody know the days. Right. We the only three dudes, me, you, and Anthony, that oh, know no, those seven days of Kwanzaa. I don't know them off the top of my head either. But that's what Start I'm saying, drinking. Like, they'll come days. back to you. Um, well, well, I mean, by that rationale, and by the way, I don't care what you, I never did any uh -huh. holidays growing up because of my Jehovah times, but, Fourth uh, of July, you always love that. We never, no, that was a political holiday. We couldn't be, do political Damn shit. It. We could, you could Flag go to your, the only thing I could do was, wait, like, what? I can't, I can't hear. Oh, uh, I never celebrated any of these holidays because I was Jehovah's Witness, Anthony, so. I don't understand what holidays mean. Wait, to people. birthday either? Huh? No birthdays. No, birthdays. no birthdays. No, I like birthdays. Papa's below. I like birthdays. I like Veterans Day. We, I'm a we, veteran. We I could like, go to uh, your relative's house for Thanksgiving. That's all we could do. Um, Which one? Thanksgiving, we could kind of do like you go to your family's house for Thanksgiving, but not do your own Thanksgiving. So, what was the big Jehovah uh, holiday that y'all had that you could celebrate and fucking get a toy? There and was only there was only one. Uh, it was called the memorial, and it was basically like a mat, like a Catholic mass that you did once a year. Was that like your Rumspringer? <laughs> It was stupid. It was what just, is this? What, wait, it wasn't what do you even a holiday. It was like a, what is this? We didn't. We just didn't do any of them because they were all based in pagan shit. We weren't allowed to do that. Um, so wait, I don't, where, where, what is this from? Jehovah's, Jehovah's Witnesses. Jehovah's Witness. Jehovah's Witness. You grew up a Jehovah's Witness. Yes. Yeah. Even black people were wow. like this. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> well, a lot of people in Philly thought that was just a black religion because everybody's black yeah. in it. Even in Brooklyn. Yeah, and yeah. also, Jehovah's kind of a black name. 
Well, <laughs> thanks to Jay Z, it is. Yeah, yeah. It is. <laughs> Jehovah, I was a Jehovah's Witness. <laughs> Did, are you Baptist or something, Anthony? Are you? Do you have a religion? Uh, no, I'm an atheist, but I was wow. I was a Baptist. Was See, uh, wait, first of all, black atheist—that's fucking extremely rare. No, it's not. No, <laughs> yeah, it's, well, it's getting less rare. But black, white, white people are it, writing like ten books about atheism a year, and and black be, people are still writing like, "Don't talk about Jesus like that." But now. that's a measure no, of black people coming up is how many yes. black atheists they me are. and Kurt yeah, talk about that Kurt, all the time you, don't you know that no like older black not everybody who's like church people in the black community like oh like my uncles and them the mother right, right. like some of the motherfuckers yeah, my God. well it certainly <laughs> hasn't gone it certainly hasn't gone mainstream the way it has right, white hasn't, people I give you that I give yeah. you that but yeah it's a lot of yeah. because when you think of black people you think of the, the black church and the community singing but it's like oh, yeah. the, every, most I people love, miss I church, church. <laughs> I don't go to most church most black people miss church some music at that church alright listen I'm gonna play the ceremony song real quick to get to the other stories can you stay on the line anthony for uh i want to ask yeah. you about the other stories if anybody can say okay. uh, no all god right. exists it's black people <laughs> no i agree if anyone's got just yeah. explain got this evidence. real quick so uh because we have these other stories that involve the dread n-word do you have and, anything uh, you want me to uh let uh, uh render a opinion on because i gotta go in like five minutes yeah we're, we're just gonna play the song real quick <laughs> okay uh, so I'm gonna lay, lay my my hand. Don't want to say anything stupid spirit. about anything. Give me a seven. Yeah. I'll say something dumb. No, you it's, just say a, it's just a ceremony, so we could say the uh, instead of saying it, uh, yes. And here it goes. <laughs> but I said Kirk can always say it. I the power. If my dick's on, I'm gonna give this power. Yeah, I feel it. Feel it? You feel it coming into your soul? Yeah. My dick right. on your knuckles. So it's just so we can, uh, if somebody said the word nigger, we can say it instead of going in. Right. It's just freedom to say any word, because we don't want to hold back and say N-word. That sounds like a fucking yeah. third grade. It's word. a white man's lie word. All right, so uh, you know about the guy from New Hampshire, Anthony, right? Who? Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> this is what I want you to know. Well, the police New commissioner of New, of New Hampshire, uh, some town, was overheard by this woman who just moved there calling Obama a nigger. He goes, I can't watch TV without seeing these, this nigger on TV. And then it became a thing. Oh, the, the sheriff. Guy. Right. And right. then the sheriff. Went he was, wasn't talking about two chains. We're positive. No, no. He's no, not. He's okay. not a sheriff. He's on a civilian police commission board. And he goes, <laughs> he goes, the president, the or the occupant of the White House yeah. meets and exceeds my criteria. Squatters. <laughs> I like how he, being called, he met and exceeded it. Yeah. He, which, by the way, it's unbelievable. Which, again, shows that you have to be, you have to work twice as hard well, to get half as far the as guy's black the president. Person. I mean, you can't get less niggerish than mom <laughs> 33% more than I Yeah, so now let me ask you this. You say, is there any criteria to call some? Because I know I have my criteria, and that guy really exceeds right. my criteria. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I would no, say Obama, president. Yeah. Obama definitely doesn't fit it, no. <laughs> uh, but do you have your own? Would you say you have a criteria that somebody's a nigger? Would oh, you say for that? Well, okay, see, I use the word, like, to me, it's about intention. So I can, I use the word nigger, you know, like, you know, uh, for for friends, so yeah, right. Obama could fit it in just in general. You know what I'm saying? But it, but you could fit it for that. You know, for saying? the mean one. Neil, do you have a I literally have never used right. it in a in derogatory way, like, unless you consider you just the use of it derogatory. Or, you know, I've never you know. meant it as like, well, you know, he. I don't have criteria <laughs> other than a guy that I know. You don't have right. a stamp. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Anthony, exactly. what did you say? I'm sorry. Now, yeah, go ahead. Finish what you're saying. No, right. but, no, but if you mean like the, the if you want to insult somebody, no, Obama can't fit. You know what I mean? So, yeah, if he's supposed to be shiftless, lazy, whatever the hell, you know. 
niggardly oh, uh, is the term. The, the word is niggardly. Yeah. I thought that meant cheap being niggardly. I think they they they've got to be related. Yeah, it's a whole host. Oh, it's with an A, like your sketch, the nigger family with an A. Niggardly is gonna mean a bunch of things. My my criteria is if somebody directly robs me. Or, or <laughs> so if a white I, person robs you, they're robbed. niggerly. Yes, absolutely. Okay, I'll give you that. And, uh, also, That's why I love you. And then also poor service at the post office, which yes, I think is nigga more than is taking forever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just doing all nigga act outs. Well, yeah. Sherrod has a great idea. Sherrod, you have a great idea because this guy has his criteria for nigger seems a little bit loose. Uh, you you want to have a, a tour or something? You said you have a great. Oh yeah, what what, what was he talking about? Sherrod's nigger tours to to help <laughs> yes. people. To help people what? distinguish the difference between black people and niggas. So and it's like, niggas. Cause some people, you know how you go into a police academy and it's like you see a movie and they go into and it's like, it's a little girl, yeah. don't shoot her. It's like you see a black dude in like a tie. It's like, oh right. no, he's not a nigga. <laughs> and then you go this way and there's a guy yeah. with a hoodie with a gun. Right. And you're like, oh, shoot him. This is a guy with a hoodie without a gun. It's like, no, he's uh, just going to school. <laughs> I think, well, that goes to what Mark Cuban was saying. I think Mark Cuban, I think Mark Cuban could completely distinct between. Wait, wait, Anthony, hold on one second. But the thing with Mark Cuban is like, the easy, I can rob Mark Cuban Let, easily. Let's say what it is. Tie and beat the shit wait, wait, out hold of him. on. Let's <laughs> but Ian Edwards is doing a joke about like, he's way more worried about white dudes in suits. Right. Than he is because white dudes in suits will rob you forever. Let me just say what Mark Cuban said before we <laughs> say the thing. He said he was That's talking funny. about that guy uh, uh, Sterling, and and uh, Mark Cuban said, if I see a black kid in a hoodie at night on the same side of the street, I'm probably going to walk to the other side of the street. Right. As am I. Then he added that he would also cross the street to avoid a white guy with a shaved head and a lot of <laughs> tattoos. No, he wouldn't. He's just saying that. <laughs> no, but he said he would walk back to the other side. I know, so back he, to the black kid. Right. He chose the, that a black I just kid. I thought it was a back comparison. He'd the street if he saw a woman with a very short haircut. Uh, yeah. She's lazy. Now is that now is that an offensive it's, thing that he's well, saying? Well, it's not offensive, but he just a poor choice, choice of words. I think a comparison because a black kid, I could be a black kid in a hoodie. Right. Okay, but let but a, a face tattoos is a bad life decision. Can we talk about hoodies for a second? Yeah. Because how much of the time do people put hoodies up to uh, protect themselves from the elements? Right. Yeah. Honestly, what do you think the percentage is? 20, 25% of the Maybe time? Maybe about 25%. 75% of the time. The rest of the time, it's yeah. to look cool right. and or badass. Right. So you're basically saying, I'm a menace and I don't give a fuck when you put your hood on, right? Or you want to appear that way. Well, so what I'm way. saying is, right, the other 25% of the time, it's for the elements. So 75% of the time, you want to look like a badass. So Mark Cuban's going, so what I'm saying is if you do that, you have to deal with the consequences. You look scary, I'm crossing the street. I don't think Mark Cuban would cross the street if, if there was a brother in a suit. I well, really you don't. Cross the street if there's a black dude in a hoodie and it's raining. Um, <laughs> oh, good question. That's a great it's a, question. It's a lot of a, it's a, a lot of. Well, how do you guys picture the situation? street? By the way, I picture <laughs> there's trees. It's I like a thick. Well, Were you really? I think, it, I think it all boils down to the shit. fact that the the way he feels is because of the images that you see. Which, by the way, as black people, we see those same images. So when I see a black dude walking down the street, I'm like, oh, hell, man. This nigga but gonna rob but me. I don't think it's. But again, thing. don't you think. Right. <laughs> but don't you. I don't think you guys got that from TV. I think you got that from living in neighborhoods where you see dudes in hoodies late at night. And it's kind of like, he might be doing dirt. I. Not, I disagree. Not necessarily, I don't know. No. I mean, because Cause I, a lot of my friends look the same way. I walk down a dog street and I'll be like this. I see dudes and it's like, oh, it's fucking raining them. Yeah. <laughs> so at this point, like I always right. don't take it as right. But it. you right. have a ton of black friends. Mark Cuban doesn't. I agree. And and so, I so and, so and as Patrice, Patrice used to do a joke about if you're white, cross the fucking street. Oh, cross the street. Yes. Don't try to be a hero. Right. Don't try to be a hero. Better to be better to be sorry than racist. That's the that's the instead of better to be safe than sorry. It's like we'll go ask Anthony a question. Anthony, what what black men scare you? Like, do you do you see black? 
kids that scare you that make you cross the street? Like, what do you? What makes you afraid? To make you cross black the cop, street. Black yeah. cop. Besides black cop. Besides a cop. <laughs> Besides cops. Are you there? Oh, God. We lost Anthony. Oh, no. I don't know. Maybe we I, lost him. Well, me personally, I get scared every time around 3 o'clock when all the kids get out of school. I yeah, know I'm okay. getting older because yeah. the more it's like whenever I get around kids. I just feel like, please don't make like, me have to punch oh, when man. these kids in the face. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. They'll say some shit. It's like they're just, you don't want to be around them. I, I think that's actually different. That's just, they're just fucking aggravating. Yeah. Uh, whereas, do you guys not sense danger? That's the thing. It's like, do you never sense danger? Yeah, definitely. Are you, do you go, well, I let me, it's like oh, doves. It's a group of kids. Like that. The that's the scary shit in the world is group. I agree, but I want to get to the bottom. I think any group is scary. I've seen a, like six or yeah. seven One, again, Jews together. Let's just use the Mark scary. Cuban example. More on it, though, let's use the Mark experience. Cuban example. Have you never thought, had a guy in a hoodie never given you a bad yes. vibe? Okay, yes. were you? are you a racist for crossing the street or are you smart? But I, I go like, here's a guy in a hoodie. But then I go one step in because I try to read more things. It could be a black dude. Agreed. But if you got dirty sneakers on, this nigga's exactly. to right. Exactly. I completely, completely agree. And I would actually uh, defend Mark Cuban saying that he's been around a lot of black people. Right. And I think he can tell the difference between Sean Marion, who makes, who's got you know $40 million in the bank, and one of Sean Marion's boys who he grew up with who you know doesn't necessarily have a job or has a shitty job it's, you know what like I mean the thing is, is that Sean Marion looks his boys probably look the same way and that, that's the thing that, that happens it's imagery where though it's like right I think a lot of black guys can see a black guy in a hoodie like Sharab was saying oh let me look at the few other things and make a decision exactly, but a, exactly a white right. person see a person too. in a hoodie and, it, and they agreed so what are we supposed to do because that's the thing I'm is, not saying that you shouldn't right. I'm just saying are you saying that, that we shouldn't talk about it no we gotta talk about not it here's the, the NBA okay so do you have a problem with Mark Cuban I don't, I don't have a problem because um, I didn't either. did you see first take because uh, Stephen A was talking about it with um, homeboy Michael Eric Dyson and Skip Bayless and it was two black guys who had different Skip opinions. Skip Bayless right. stayed out and, of it. Yeah, Skip Bayless so. stayed out of it. Did he but, really? Uh, That's funny. Like, um, this is what the NBA deals yeah, with. A, the NBA a lot of black listen. folks, we're like, that makes sense. But like, I, but I'm sure that black folks, according to what I'm wearing, will see me. And, well, and look at the NBA. Yeah. Let me just make this one point. Look how the NBA already. Remember years ago when the, uh, basketball players would come with the chain? Yeah. And no, the I, NBA said no I agreed with shit. that. I agree no with that. No more this. You got to come dress right. Yeah. That's the same thing they started. They don't want you to portray that. Like people will look at that and portray you as like a hoodlum, and it was, they don't know you grew up in a church and with the yeah. UNLV or you. All right, here's the other thing I want to say, and this this will probably come off as not empathetic. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck all black people everywhere. Yeah, uh, no, uh, when I put my hood up, I can't get a cap. I believe it. You know what I mean. I so there it. are prices to pay. I believe it. for putting a hood up. I don't like wear construction for both tims. races. I don't wear construction uh, tims because I can't get cabs in construction. Yes, tims. exactly. I don't wear white sneakers on the weekend when I'm going trying to get a cab to go to the shows because it's going to be harder to get a cab yeah. with white sneakers on. Yeah, exactly. As a black so, man, and you right. understand so that know, it's just being realistic. It's I like but put a hood on I, part, and you can't you can't say that putting a hood on part of it isn't to sort of have this otherness or this mystery or this like I might fuck you up type I, energy. You know, I only have I only have one hoodie, and it's why. Is to represent it. my hometown baseball team, so my hoodie is totally. I gotta, I like is it a Negro universal. League team? I'm kidding. This what? Might be an is it a Negro League team? <laughs> yes, the, my the, the Mud Barons or whatever. Hold on, hold my generation on. does go. not see okay. hoodies like this. This is a ten years older than me thing because I no nobody my age looks at a hoodie and thinks that's the thing that's dangerous. I agree. Yeah, that's yeah, a good there's point. ten I other agree. things on your checklist besides. What's on your checklist? What should I be looking out for before I go? There's eyes. Crazy eyes are dead giveaway. But you gotta get close. Like he 
he's going to rape you because then cross the street and it's nothing to do. Look under the hoodie. That's everything's right. under it. Right. Well, well see, I right. I would just yeah, say see, that a guy in a hoodie. Is, that, is it like ladies over there and guys over here? It's right. old ass dudes. Later, Neil, you guys, young thank ladies you. over there. Yeah. Fresh, fresh youngsters over here. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you got a hoodie on right now, you son of a bitch. <laughs> but if I put it up, it's across the street. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I get that. Yeah. Neil still what? looks like the whitest person you know ever, it, by the way. Does, this hood up. Like, fucking, this is what I get. This I, it does, I bo- look, it does boil down to something Neil said. Thanks, Neil. Neil, Neil, Neil thanks for coming, man. For real. Neil we appreciate it. Neil, like, now I'm back. Like, Mark Cuban doesn't hang out with a lot of black people. So right. this is what I, from when I moved to an urban area from being in a suburb. Right. Now when I look at somebody black, I don't just go, oh, a black guy. I right. go, I, I check those other things. The first you know thing you I mean? go like this, do I know him? Yeah. <laughs> Can I, I mean, you see, that's a good, but that's maybe. what I'm saying. It's really a matter of how, in your everyday life, who are you around? Yes. And if you're not around other kinds of people, you're not going to yeah. know. And yeah. you're going to play it safe, maybe. Yes. Maybe I'm a yes. complete yes. asshole, and maybe I'm yes. maybe I'm doing life wrong. But the way that I walk down the street is I like what Corinne was saying. is like I make eye contact with everyone. I try to say hello to everyone. Like I li- When I lived in Harlem, now that I live in Spanish Harlem, um, I, I mean, and when I lived in the neighborhood with my like crazy ex-fiance where I actually feared for my life, uh, who was a white dude, but like <laughs> was actually afraid um, and was like checking around. I crossed the street to avoid him once and he chased me. So I, that the only time I've ever crossed the street to avoid danger was avoiding my ex-fiance who then chased me down That's and tried to punch the dude I was with. The people that wow. you actually yeah. know. But like when I was walking That's down Harlem, I mean, street, right. like I've, I've definitely felt that sort of like jolt ad- adrenaline rush and it's when I get sustained aggressive eye contact back right. but it's yeah. never I mean maybe maybe it's it's this like cute white girl privilege or whatever but if I feel like if I'm just around other people right. and I, I'm attacked I trust that the community right. is gonna like be there for yeah. me it's and because you're a cute white girl I think, that, I think that's cute the white girl privilege for cute white girls. Right. yeah I'm like gonna, <laughs> whatever that community is right. like it doesn't matter if a white girl get attacked in a hood by a black dude other black people jump in like this nigga you trying to get us all killed exactly <laughs> exactly <laughs> <laughs> When I lived in the shitty part of Bed-Stuy not that long ago, in fairness, there were some really creepy people, but everybody pretty much left me You're alone. You're the safest uh-huh. person there. help me carry my shit. Like, yeah. Everybody was very cool when to a tiny only, white girl. When you have a tiny white girl like that walking around, people go like this. What the fuck does this bitch know that I don't know? They're like, if I kill her, they're coming to get me. If yeah. I kill this nigga, ain't nobody coming. But ain't nobody Nobody coming at me like looking to kill like no. all the creepy people were fucking with other black people, not yeah, with me. Exactly. Mm-hmm. With like bodega well, owners. Yeah. And well, stuff. that's why I have a whole problem with the whole black on black crime. We got to stop black on black crime. It's like right. you know what people kill who they have access. That's just to. crime. You know. We yeah. talked right. about that on the yeah. first episode. Yeah. Right. What a dumb term that yeah. is. Yeah. yeah. It's not white on white crime. Nobody's like, no nah, man, I can't, I can't shoot you, brother. But uh, <laughs> hey, there's a white dude. Let's yeah. fuck him up hold, together. Hold on, just, let me. Uh, yeah. I want to call. I want to get Anthony back on. I want to get to the before we go. I want to get to the last uh, thing I okay. want to talk about, which is uh, Michael Sam. Oh, the kiss? Gay kiss, which is good to have. <laughs> it's not a gay kiss, it's a kiss. Okay? Oh, I do want to say, I think kiss it's a kiss. Kiss. Hey, all ki- hey oh, Anthony, can you hear I'm me now? Back. Oh, yeah. I'm back. <laughs> All right, so look, this is the last thing I want to get to uh, on this. You're aware of the uh, Michael Sam uh, NFL draft kiss, the kiss uh, heard around the world. Is that a gay guy? Yeah, Yeah. the gay guy. Um, There you go. Did you see that kiss? That's all I know about football. (laughs) Yeah, did you see that kiss, and how did you feel when you saw it? I don't know football either. I 
No, nah, I didn't. I didn't see it. I, or the kiss. Yeah, the kid, the, yeah, yeah. Somebody, somebody posted it. I don't give a shit. And I was like, <laughs> okay, you don't, right? I, mean, I don't give a shit do. either. I don't give a shit either. But if you were watching it, what would you say? Would your face be like, ugh? Would you? Would there be a little oh, thing? No, in yeah, I'd, I'd be like, oh. oh you know. yeah. Yeah. The first thing I said was. Gay, so first thing I like, said was, why am I masturbating? You know, I was in the national tour of the Broadway musical Rent, and I had to kiss a guy on stage. Okay, and I'm telling you, in the grand scheme of people you want to kiss in life a good looking dude isn't on the bottom of the totem pole <laughs> yeah I, I think that's you know, fair it's like good looking woman you <laughs> like not a gross good looking woman you don't like yeah. that's because you take your art seriously because, <laughs> Wait, hold on. Well, it wasn't the kiss that was gross it was watching people's gross intimacy that is a huge really awkward yeah, like it's yeah. intimate i don't want to watch yeah i don't like seeing that on it was the like street, that al gore kiss bench, that's why i do it all the time that's why people say get a room they say get a room because but you know what the thing is is that i felt and do it in your room i felt like es ESPN was was playing into that because they were there. Yep. They they, they yep. these people are savvy. They know what's going on. They have him. They yeah, know he's there with his boyfriend. They probably point. provided the cake. You know, yeah. it's like Dude, do you know we watched on uh, the yeah. Olympics yeah. how scummy these people are. The ESPN. Yeah. When we were watching Olympics, who was that mm-hmm. uh, skier? His brother had just died. And they go, did, did you know? Bowling do you Miller? think about? Bro, oh, yeah, yeah. Bowling, Bowling they, go, they got right in his face with that. The guy's like, crying, pushing the brother. You face. Can, he was already crying. Yeah, you can see them. They're like mushing the camera into his yeah, fucking yeah, face yeah, so they can absorb. Yeah, so I, yeah. I don't want to share in everybody's fucking grief and right. shit like yeah, that. That yeah. was as awful yeah. as that kiss. And, and that's the other thing. If I watched, if I was, I didn't watch that kiss. What I noticed is a lot yeah. of people got in trouble for like not smiling wide enough when they saw it. <laughs> right, right. They're like, oh, I it's it's not beautiful to me. First of all, right. just straight people having their. I don't want to see that shit. You're, that's also too gay for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If, if those two yeah. guys had had yeah. reenacted the Pulp Fiction rape scene, that would be less uncomfortable <laughs> for me to watch. Because because like the watching, watching people's love is gross. I was Genuine love to a is gay a gross, intimate, uh, uh, squishy thing. Wait, would you say that, that again? Say that again, Anthony. I, I, go ahead. Sorry, it's it's hard I, for you to hear. I was sitting next to a. Say again. Can you hear me? Yeah. Say it again. Yeah, I was sitting next to a gay guy. I went to see Brokeback Mountain in the theater, and right. uh, I was sitting next to a gay guy. When that that scene, you could use the movie, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. like, we you know, he, he, they, they were in a tent, and he spit on his hand so he could, you know. <laughs> and uh, and I was like, oh. I'm not a big like, I'm not a big advocate of spit for lubrication purposes anyway. I am. There's far too much spit in porn these days. Let's get rid of all the spitting. That yes. spitting in Brokeback uh, Mountain was the straightest thing in that entire movie. <laughs> finally, they get what we do. But you know what? I think with the whole Michael Sam thing, it it was like all of a, all of a sudden a guy comes out and they act like. All right, it, he did it. You know, like they, they act like it's right. not a big deal. It is a big deal. This does not it's happen before. Deal. And it was not, like, not and before. I feel like, I feel like he dropped in the draft because of it. Come I on. didn't mind that he I'm kissed. I'm not to say that he was going to be a first rounder, but. I didn't mind that he kissed his boyfriend. I mind that it was an interracial relationship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of people who said that. <laughs> Can't you find some black dick? <laughs> <laughs> well, the, uh, did you hear about the other guy that didn't get drafted at all? They don't, that didn't go to the thing because Jesus told him to get out of it or whatever no what guy was oh that? yeah the dude he didn't go to the what do you call the thing when to you the get the, you know the, 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 the whole thing he didn't go to the whole process but he just knew he was going to get drafted and he never did uh, uh, maybe, maybe he was listening to, to jesus martinez is there any word on why Jesus told him not to go? Jesus is an asshole. Uh, <laughs> he was. Yeah, I forget, but on his, he's got a Twitter, and I gotta search his name. I'll, I'll say it if I, if, you know, while you guys are talking. Um, that's ridiculous. That's not very humble to be like, look, I 
if I played, I'd win. So <laughs> I'm just not going to play. Uh, that's this life Brown game. Did, yeah. Didn't help Tim Tebow. One of the greatest plays of all time, Jim Brown did that. Played three, won Super Bowl, and they tried to do, make him do something he didn't want to do, and he said, I quit. There's like, no way he doesn't go quit. After, I quit, never played again. The greatest well, running back ever. Who yes. was the guy that got suspended? He's the player that he tweeted horrible when they, they had the kiss. Oh, the and, guy from Florida. He was oh, yeah. playing on a fly. And he got Miami. suspended. I, I saw Bill Moore <laughs> last night had an awesome point about it, which is like, this kid's 24, like maybe not jump down everyone's throat because they're not progressing as quickly as you <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don't you know everybody has to live by Anderson Cooper rules now of everything, like everything gay is great. Everything, yeah. everybody's saying it was horrible. Yeah, you know what? I don't live by those rules. I just think everything's delicious. <laughs> Racism, well, well, homosexuality. I, think, <laughs> I just love butts. Well, see, the, I think the, the, the social media element is is a problem because that dude could have said ill. Why he felt the need to go on social media? That's a good point. Right? Why yeah, you need to say ill? Right. I, like we, I, we're all living our lives out loud now. I mean, we. I think it's it's. I feel so sorry for the generation that came right after me because I know if I had a, if I had had a smartphone in middle school, there'd be naked pictures of me all over the internet. Like you don't you know, have yeah. the the the, the stop power between what you think yeah. and it being just out yeah. there. Like we don't have that when anymore. The guy has penis pics. I'm like, dude, that's how we check to see if I everybody. Camera working. I'm gonna send you a picture of my dick. How about this angle? I, 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 no I, I filter. Make sure when I tilt my camera, it's no, still working. That well, glass one was good. Do, do you know how many dick pics Mickey Mantle would have sent if they had <laughs> camera phones oh, back yeah. in the day? Oh, hold on. Oh, my Shade. God. Shade. Wait, Sade's here watching. Sade, remember that you got that phone? Who gave you that phone? Oh, that, a friend of mine gave me here, phone. Here, come over here. Dude, this is the funniest goddamn thing. Somebody, you, she, what was it? Somebody gave you an iPhone. Yeah, a, a friend of mine gave me an old iPhone. I didn't have a phone. She gave it to me so I could activate it. And as soon as I turned it on, one of the first text messages I got was just a black dick. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, that's the, that's the can I give you? Can I give you my number? That's the iPhone black dick. <laughs> the best part of this picture, though, because we, we were all sitting in my old house. Right. We were at my old apartment. Sade's got this phone from somebody's sister. She gave it to her. Yeah. The phone, the text comes in. This dude, it looked like he found a, a mall picture background. Yeah. And he had a stool, and he had one foot up, and he was laying his hog across he the stool. He had a stool. glamour nice. shot of his dick. Oh, <laughs> my God. He should have had lasers behind him. <laughs> he put a bow on his dick. That is so good. With it a was, soft focus. Dude, it was on really... a Greek pillar with a curtain behind it. You can yeah. see the makeup. Like, it had a little, he had a little you know? cap in him with his leg up. That's a good he put a shadow on that vein. <laughs> yeah. Make it look bigger. I, oh, sorry. I thought, dude, that is so hysterical. That, that is like, hilarious. Finally got those picks. And then right. I, my response was, I didn't ask for this. <laughs> <laughs> no one asked for it. No. He's like, you had that coming. No it was one just asked. A gift. <laughs> You're my get my it. response to dick pics is, I've downloaded a bunch of really gross pictures of like of vaginas, like you know, female genital mutilation, and, and, like, like, and I yeah. and I and I and but I I solicit them and then I respond <laughs> like because I know he's got his erection and I want to ruin That's it. How, what yeah, you yeah. yeah. That's I love it. Or like I've got a I've got a picture of a woman crowning, like the the like the heads coming out and she's splitting in two. It's great. I like to yeah, set, I I like set women I up and offer them dick pics and then send pictures of Dick Van Dyke and Dick <laughs> Van Patten. <laughs> 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 All right, uh, we're running out of time. Anthony, thanks for calling in, buddy. Great show. Thanks, Ed, for calling in, man. I appreciate y'all. Love Take the show. Thank you. Um, all right, so we're at the end of this now. Great episode.
Yeah, we got a little bit heated before, but I think Rick had a good point. Because I remember that points. vividly, dude. I remember that all the black kids wanted to be white protagonists. Right. Mm-hmm. And I, nobody wanted to be Lando. That was the. I'm like, I gotta be Lando. Maybe they respected you to make let you play a Billy D. Williams character. No, you ever looked at it like it was, that? It was because you Lando Billy sold out Han Solo. That's why it was. I don't even think it was because he's the black guy so much as Lando was this. It, it was only Empire Strikes Back had come out at this point. Like he hadn't redeemed himself in part three. <laughs> Yeah, it, 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 it means something to 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 see someone that looks like you being the protagonist. Like my wife right now is is uh, writing a uh, comic with a, a female protagonist. My my wife is is obviously a woman and she's white and we have a biracial <laughs> child, so she has a, a white girl protagonist. She also has a little biracial friend, you know. So she's, you know, it's one of those types of things where she's like girls underrepresented. You know, mm-hmm. little Listen, biracial that makes boys and black for, boys. For, for children, I'm telling you, it makes yeah. a lot of sense. What I don't get is why now, as fucking grown adults, right. we're all like, I need my child. Like, <laughs> it's like this weird extended yeah. adolescence yeah. now where like everybody's a lamely now. Everything's, yeah. and, and, and yeah. on the internet, adults yeah. are cyberbullied. No, you're not. No. You're a fucking grown up. You're a grown fucking person. Well, everything isn't bullying. You know no. what I'm saying? It's, it's like, fucking it's like shit. if somebody says, so, you're bullying. No, motherfucker, be a Yeah, that does irritate me it's like we shut down the conversation when i and kaylin and sade were kid were growing up like not little kids but in high school we had the start of internet like of social media kind of like instant messenger and that and that was horrible that was the worst what do you mean you left school and people could just find you and say weird shit to you at home through your home computer oh you were on different chat rooms than i was it was so bad (laughs) it was so bad and i can't even imagine growing up with facebook now and just being slammed constantly by people my own like how do you get away from i would i understand my my little get the killing my little cousin actually had to file a like a restraining order against one of her like little college classmates because she uh, went after her and, and like she had to change her name on Facebook and it was this like a whole fucking thing but they, they, that was more of a thing well, so well, hard. Yeah, I wish I could teach a self-defense class yeah, for Africa. fucking Facebook do people not get <laughs> just write something back wait, wait, here's, like, the, here's the other take thing take the day off <laughs> and think of something clever take all day you're not it's not real exactly. take all day you have the time to sit on the other side of the computer like ooh when I get home from school today oh I'm gonna deliver a blow but you know it's but like when you're that age everything is so real uh-huh. Like yeah. nothing's not real. It's you true. Can't dis- you can't distinguish. Your world is small. No, you're right. Grow yeah, up. But in the process up. of going growing up, everything sucks. I no, agree. we. I mean, we talked about this before. It's like one of the problems with like isolated neighborhoods and why those like like spats can escalate to like death shootouts or whatever <laughs> is because people's worlds are small, and then like the small slow, social slights can take on this feeling that huge right. significance. That thing I was talking about because before, that like nausea and, and like yeah. sometimes no, sometimes yeah. a good good re- good reply to some somebody saying something bad on you by way of social media texting or whatever is to pop them in the mouth it's a lot of people who do a lot of things because they don't think they can get popped in the mouth i tell you that's what i always say mm-hmm. and i tell you this too uh if, if it's getting that's too true. overwhelming get away from it turn the shit off go fucking sit by a tree and that's, fucking think to yourself yeah. <laughs> or text that back well, next look, time i see you i'm look, gonna pop you in the mouth that, that small world the same thing happens when somebody has to stab somebody for potato chips yeah. in prison They've been put in a like mm-hmm. elementary school. Yes, you're a child. You're now a ward of the state. Yes, right, right. And what these 
fucking scumbag salon kind of people do. They, in their head, they're all they're all school teachers, right. and they want that. They like that little world. They like the fish. Yeah. They, they yeah. get to be in charge of that, yeah. and they want us to be the childish. We're like the internet matters because then they get to control mm-hmm. it, and it, it's that, that's what this bullshit is. It, it, that's why it's always these like lefties that do this. Yeah. Their whole idea of government is the government giving you your juice or giving you know what I mean. Like that's their whole fucking well, plan yeah. for ideal shit. Is yeah. they have the clipboard. <laughs> well, they're the whole yeah. monitors of the whole internet. Well, I think it was uh, Jim. And you don't have your pass. Jim Norton said that that to the left, it's like y'all have become what mm-hmm. you what you say you've hated because yeah. it's like now you guys are so oppressive in the other direction. The pendulum swings, like, my friend. In all fairness, swings. the right has become everything that they said they hated as well. But when it comes to atheism, swings. I'm a political atheist because I'm like I don't trust. Politicians. I'm with you on these issues. Absolutely. Yeah. As, yeah. A, yeah. as a former as a former activist, I like I feel like I've seen yeah. the puppet strings, and I like I can't. If we'll you can trust anything, trust Sherrod. Yeah, well, we'll, lead, we'll we end on that. Thank if you can you. trust anything, trust your eyes. <laughs> thanks, Rick, for coming out, man. For real. Yeah, it thanks a lot, buddy. Me. That was a good discussion. And uh, thanks, Anthony, for calling in and Neil Brennan uh, and Sade's dick story. That's Race Wars, guys. Thanks. <laughs> Happy, Happy birthday, Kurt. Bye. Oh, it's my birthday, Happy birthday too. Kurt. Happy <laughs> Not birthday. My birthday. Birth. Oh, God. Birth. All right, cool. Excellent shot. Great. Thank you again, sir.